Nick Flanagan Weekly. Lots going on today. As you can see, I've got my musical instruments back. He's got a hard time doing stuff in the week. He has an easier time at 7 p.m. on a Saturday. Getting things done two nights. Sundays at 7 also work. He had a car for a couple of days. Used it to drive into busy places. But he never saw you on the street and that made him sad. Ladies and gentlemen, I know it's been a minute since I uh, popped my head and mouth and words and songwriting prowess into your ears. And uh, now I'm back. That's right. Through the week, Monday to Friday, it's a struggle. Not just, you know, because things are uh, tough all over, but like I have these two dogs and then I had three dogs and I passed one of the dogs off and then people trying to fix stuff with that dog and then family. It's just like next thing you know, it's Saturday night and I go, wow. I got to do my weekly casts. But the good news is I found my pop screen. So all the pops I'm doing right now, you're not hearing them, hopefully. Unless I got a faulty pop screen, which is quite possible. I got it off Amazon five years ago. Bought a bicycle horn, too. I was like, bicycle horn for $3? Oh, that's perfect for the podcast. Only the wackiest man would buy a bicycle horn and not use it for bicycling. He'll use it for to perform. A lot of hard things to do during the pandemic. Lots of, as you know, as we all know, a lot of occupations have been decimated. Live performance ruined. However, Here's the deal. There are other things that are being ruined and it's not that bad that they're ruining them. Parking tickets, there's less, at least over here. These parking pigs go up to a car and they're like, yeah, I don't know, I feel kind of bad. And if they're good, they don't ticket it. And then that parking pig term does not apply. But if they give a ticket or even a more expensive ticket, at their discretion, the double P words. That's what I call them. Abhab. All parking cops are best. Abcab. Abcab. All parking cops are bastards. So, a lot of the businesses 
have been affected, but bad things have been affected. Serial killers probably have a bit of a harder time of it now. I should hope so. They really, they've really dialed down reporting serial killers. You know, I, I remember in the 90s, all serial killers, all the time. Everyone was like, maybe there's a serial killer, even if there wasn't. Now, I don't know, like that we had one in Toronto, but it was, uh, 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 well, we had a few, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of underreported. Bruce MacArthur, look it up, really creepy. Speaking of, the cops didn't really get to do much about it for about 20 years. Because he was preying on gay people. Can you tell I'm a bit at my wit's end? I mean, I guess I finished my wit quite some time ago and I'm on backup wit. But uh, if you didn't laugh earlier at any of the wacky zaniness I was saying, that's because my wit ended. I'm going to, like, look at the levels for this podcast and realize every time I did the horn, your ears exploded as you were on your Stairmaster. That was not a COVID sniff, by the way. Nor was it a COVID sniff. I don't do the Coke. <sighs> I heard some people had a party at New Year's where they, like, all got COVID and were using the same Coke straws. COVID. And this goes into a big part of why we're having a hard time getting this thing down. It's because people in their 20s are going to 20, you know? This is a group of people that you either send to war and, and or you let run rampant for 10 years. And let me tell you, in my 20s, I experienced it too. A lot of my bad decisions can be traced back to 20 to 27. And a lot of some good decisions, too. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that there's, uh, there's some 20-something exceptionalism happening partying-wise, which is, you know, they're probably not dying of curve, but uh, probably could be spreading it. It's not a good idea. So if you're setting up a Coke party and you're 22, don't. But if you're 32, really don't. Give me your address. You're under arrest. I'm not narking on the 20-somethings. But if you're over 20, narc. When it snows outside, you want to blow your brains out. When it snows inside, don't share the Coke straw. Take a second look at the snow outside. Doesn't actually make you suicidal. It's beautiful. Come hang out with me and my dogs. The dogs cavort in the snow and totally change your opinion. Saturday night fun. Saturday night, good times. I can't stop honking this horn. Said no one ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I've had a car the last couple of days, but this isn't like the car horn. I'm not in a car recording this podcast. 
It's a bike horn, like I told you. And uh, it's funny. I hadn't been like in the downtown of the city for weeks. It felt like maybe even a month or two. And that's nice to visit. But um, it's also nice being somewhere where there is less um, density. Just seeing everybody going about their business. Cases are up again in Toronto. Last couple of days. We were like very close to changing our um, zoning regulation or whatever they call it. We've gone from red to blue or green or gray. And the actual only difference would have been that like small retail businesses could have opened, which like I think probably they should. I am somewhat confident fairly confident that any small business and let me be the judge of if a business is small will be pretty um careful about their um hygiene especially if it's like a gift shop or a comic book store or something it's like you know just limit the capacity to almost nothing let people in Get some money for these goddamn businesses. Like, imagine all of your favorite cash-only cell phone repair places or uh, tchotchke stores. Imagine you just had to get, like, Best Buy. And that was your only option. You don't want it! I don't want it. We gotta do something. But anyway, we're gonna change. In cases, you know, every medical professional was like, please, please don't. And now we're, we're not. We're still at stay-at-home orders, as far as I know. And I just told you I drove. I, that's not home. But I don't have a home, man. I'm a nomad. In 2010, maybe 2011, I moved out of a domicile, bounced around. I might be still bouncing around. I don't know. Ever since then, the, the steady address... I've had an address, but like... The steady place I rest... Ever-changing. Ever-changing. And yet, here I am, someone who... Has issues... With change. And I, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Like, oh, hey, here's someone who has a harder time adapting to change. Okay, well, uh, let's uh, move. Let's get jobs where you have to travel all the time. Not cool, man. Um, yeah, I wonder what it would be like if I had a place I knew would be mine for like three years plus. Or even a year plus. I have a feeling I'll find out by the end of the year. I'm getting that vibe. Or am I? Because by the time this damn gemdemic goes down, next to the point where here, uh, you know, they, they, the plane tickets are less than $4,000 or whatever, right? you know. Or whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll want to travel again. But either way, it would be nice to have a home I knew I could go to that was my own, games on display, 
sparsely decorated otherwise. Always a fresh loaf of bread cooked in the, baked in the oven. I will become a bit of a bread baker. Not sourdough though, you potses. I'm going to make challah. I'm going to make challah bread. I'm going to make rye bread. Challah. I'm going to make raisin bread. And I'm going to bake a fruitcake. But first I need a place. And here's the plan. Once that second wave, once that next pandemic wave hits, I, the profiteer, that's when I call the landlords. Hello? Anyone renting your bullshit for the too much money? No? How about $3 a month? They're going to look at their ledger. They'll say, well, you got me in a bit of a tight spot, Flanagan. And I'll say, I know, master negotiator. How many times do you think I watched Samuel L. Jackson, the negotiator? What? Landlord, listen. How many times do you think I said the move, saw that movie? Uh, the one with the, the one with uh, James Cromwell and uh, Samuel Jackson? I'm podcasting. Yes, landlord, that movie. I think you saw it once. Yes, I saw it once, but I took in everything I needed to learn, landlord. And now I am paying $36 a year for this five-room apartment, five-bedroom apartment, living room, open concept, into the kitchen, which has one of those wide fridges that's silver. Ha ha ha. I'll have an HDTV, and I'll also have a... One of those like old TVs that you can play classic game systems on and watch your VHS on. Not that I'm like a VHS guy exactly, but look, it's important to have access to formats. You don't know, maybe, you know, having, I'm podcasting, guys. Maybe you'll be out and about and you'll see this 8-track that looks like it's a like the ring you know, some sort of strange, mysterious 8-track. And if you don't have an 8-track player, and for my younger people in the audience, an 8-track is like, picture a combination of like a cassette tape and a cassette tape recorder from elementary school. Like it's sort of shaped like a Lego handbag. And it's got these thick, thick tapes, thick tape that you stick in the 8-track player and then voila, there you are. You're listening to an 8-track. So if you don't have an 8-track player, you can't find out about the mysterious 8-track you found. So, you know, a lot of people are talking about Dogecoin. A lot of people are talking about Bitcoin. A lot of people are talking about GameStop. Invest in old, C like, CD players and tape players and 8-track players, record players. Um, am I forgetting a format? MP3 players. iPods. That one's serious. iPod Classics. You heard it here first. I'm your financial advisor. Buy like six if they're cheap. Sell them for hundreds of dollars. You're rich now. Woo! Well, this was a Saturday goof around, and I am tired, and my stomach hurts, and I'm wearing my long johns, and I've got to feed some dogs. So I'm going to go. But you're great, and I want to say thank you. I should have said this at the beginning. Thank you, Fiona. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Flangelina. Thank you, Sarah and Ian and everybody. 
who uh, Claire and all all the people, Gus, Johnny, all the people who have given money, uh, help support the podcast. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, you can too if you go to ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan or patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. Or if you just go to my Bandcamp page, nickflanagan.bandcamp.com and you check out the albums I've got for sale there. Those are great ways to help out. And speaking of helping out, um, um, try to help out the people in, in Texas if you can. And uh, try to, you know, pay attention to what's going on in terms of people who are being heavily prejudiced against. What I'm trying to say is support East Asian business, if you can, because there is a lot going on in the world that is creating um, a little bit of um, a tendency for people to be more hateful towards East Asian people. And I think that sucks. And stand up and buy something from an Asian business or your friend's business. Look, I'm not here to tell you what to do. Just seems just seems like that would be a good idea. That sad horn not making a horn sound signifies the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Flanagan. Weekly. Nick Flanagan. Weekly.